Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, cool. Um, so we're recording. Um, all right. Um, are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain. So, I think there's something wrong with my headphones because... Um, I can't hear you. Aye, aye, Captain! Oh. Hey, AJ, I've got a question for you. Yeah, bro. Um, who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. Right. And what are some, like, attributes? Ah, he's absorbent and yellow, yellow and, and porous. Yeah. And that's the word. SpongeBob SquarePants? SpongeBob SquarePants. Um... Now, for all those listeners, <laughs> if nautical nonsense, nonsense, yeah, um, is something that you wish, yeah, um, then just keep listening to this podcast because we're going to be talking about SpongeBob SquarePants, um, and then you know, just AJ, yeah, just because I like to demean you. Mm-hmm. Could you just drop on the deck and you know flop like a fish? Is it flop or glob? Flop. What the fuck? No. I always thought it was glob like a fish. When have you ever seen a fish glob? They go glob. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants movies. There's two cinematic ones and, and two, two TV, TV movies. movies, which are terrible. We'll get into that. Um, all right, we're here to talk about um, the SpongeBob SquarePants movies. What um what podcast is this? Um, this is Film Franchise Fortnite. Oh, what is that? Um, well, we, it's a podcast where AJ and myself, we should introduce ourselves. I'm AJ. I'm AJ, or I'm Richard. <laughs> and, um, we discuss film franchises every fortnight. Mm-hmm. Last week we did a special episode, um, with a guest star. And this week it's just all, us boring old curmudgeons. <laughs> um... So yeah, today we're talking about the Spudge or Square Fence movies. Um, there's only two theatrical, theatrically, theatrically <laughs> released ones. Um, they are entitled the SpongeBob SquarePants movie and the SpongeBob movie colon Sponge Out of Water. Mm-hmm. Um, we also because we we heard your feedback that um, that two movies isn't really a franchise, so <laughs> we decided to delve into the world of television movies for the first time on this podcast, mm-hmm. and we watched the specials Atlantis SquarePantis and SpongeBob's Truth or Square. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'll go through the original. Um, you know the de- the, the dates. Date, the dates. Um, so the SpongeBob SquarePants movie came out in two thousand and four. It was directed by Steven Hillenburg, who was the showrunner for the first three seasons and created it, and, cre- mm-hmm. and the creator of the show. That uh, grossed one hundred forty million. Um, and the SpongeBob movie SpongeBob Sponge Out of Water came out twenty fifteen last year. That was um, directed by Paul Tibbet, who took over Hillenburg, um, and that grossed three hundred twenty three point four million. So considerably better. Yeah, but interestingly. 
um, but we'll get into that. And um, ten, Atlantis, ten years of, of yeah. sitting on SpongeBob. We'll get you. And Atlantis Square Pantis um, was broadcast in 2007, and Truth or Square was broadcast in 2009, which was um, it was a 10th anniversary special. Yeah. Um, now, just a quick um, overview of the plots, and we actually got a very special guest here today. Well, we've got multiple guests oh, here geez. today. Uh, we actually have the cast of SpongeBob here. Um, yeah. We've got. Um, Patrick, um, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Krabs, Spongebob, and Plankton are here to um, you know, go over the plots of each of the This the is going to be the death of my career. Okay, <clears throat> Patrick, would you like to tell us the plot for the first one? Oh, sure, AJ. <laughs> so bad already. Don't insult <laughs> our guest, AJ. Mr. Krabs has been framed with stealing King Neptune's crown, and Spongebob and Patrick... That's me. Go on an adventure to retrieve it while Plankton takes over Bikini Bottom. That's the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good summation, Patrick. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, do you want to pass it over to one of your friends? Uh, Sure. Um, Mr. Krabs, do you want to tell us the plot for Atlantis SquarePants? Sure. I'll tell you the plot for Atlantis SquarePants. It's essentially a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory ripoff where SpongeBob and his friends visit the lost city of Atlantis, which is a utopia that caters to each of the characters' various interests. Thank you, Mr. Krebs. Actually, it is, um, yeah, it is a ripoff of that movie. Well, I should also, uh, fuck it, I'll say it now. Um, that stars David Bowie. Yeah. Um, and um, Truth or Square had a lot of celebrity guest stars. The, um, the first movie had a lot of guests. So yeah, so the first well. movie. Um, should have mentioned those earlier. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Um, Jared, Jeffrey Tambor. Alec um, Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. Um, cool. And so... Mr. Krebs. Um, SpongeBob will tell us the plot for Truth or Square. This is where it they... Seems get, fitting. Yeah. This is where it gets a bit less impressive. <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> impressive this is. I thought those first two were impressive. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, SpongeBob's Truth or Square. A 10-year anniversary celebration variety where Patchy the Pirate tries to tries to get Spongebob to guest star on his show. Meanwhile, Spongebob and all his friends get trapped inside the secret passages of the Krusty Krab. Thanks. I um, mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's about right. And he, do, and he get, does get a few celebrity... Um, yep. And uh, LeBron James is uh, obviously the Ricky big one. Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Um, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rob Williams and Will Ferrell, Rosario Dawson. Um, Rosario Dawson was the first one they threw to. Yeah. And I was like, she's not famous. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah. Let, let, let's start off with a big star. Um, oh, Craig Ferguson. Oh, yeah. Um, was there as well. And um, Pink. Yeah, Pink was in it. Cool. Okay, and um, here to give uh, the plot for the SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water, could be Plankton, could not be. We'll find out uh-huh. in just a couple of seconds. I can't do this. Man. I thought you might have just sit back a wee bit. Okay. SpongeBob! <laughs> Such a hard impression to do, man. SpongeBob! No, it's kind of like, like. I've only ever had one customer! 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 The sp- I can't do it at all. I'll do Squidward. Can't do Squidward? No, you have to do Plankton. Well, Plank- SpongeBob and Plankton go on an adventure to find the last Krabby Patty formula, which mysteriously vanished before their eyes. That's kind of the plot. Thank you, Plankton. That's um, kind of the plot. That's where it starts, but we're sure we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, um, and obviously, I mean, they end up getting out of the water for the last twenty minutes of the film. <laughs> yeah, um, which seems a strange way to market the film mm. when it's um, it's done like that. Um, so, AJ, what did you think of the films and TV specials? Um, yeah, well, okay. 
Time for AJ's essay on what he thought. Right. So, so <laughs> I thought... Um, the, I think the first movie is obviously really great. I think it's a really... It's a really good example of how to do a um, TV show adaptation of a movie. Is that the right terminology? Uh, adaptation isn't a word, but continue. <laughs> uh, because, you know, it goes to places that the TV show probably couldn't go. The same you can be said for the Simpsons movie. Yeah. Um, I thought the TV specials weren't that great. I kind of enjoyed Truth or Square, but mostly because it's like, hey, a celebration of SpongeBob. Yeah. Um, Patchy the Pirate, who, if you're fans of the TV show or remember, is... Um, the pirate who does a lot of the live action See, um, the segments. of the Spongebob fan club, mm. played by Tom Kenny. Um, those sections always made me uncomfortable in the show because they feel like, kind of felt like a low-budget porno. Yeah, I want <laughs> I was going to save that for later, and sorry to interrupt you that you kind of reviews, but I, I, normally you're the one who, like, on the podcast, pretends we have a following, yeah. but like I'd like to for a second. Okay. And I actually, like, because uh, this isn't like me being like, who even, like... Who likes Patchy the Pirate? <laughs> I I, I, le- I legitimately want to know if there's anyone out there hmm. who likes Patchy the Pirate. He's played by Tom Kenny. Yeah, I I've already said that. Have you? Yeah. Well, that's a that's a plus because he's a cult. Player. Yeah, but he's awful. Um, like if you're listening to this podcast and you like Patchy the Pirate, it, wherever you are, just leave a thing in the comments and yeah, I would, yeah. I'll have. I'm You'll be our first comment. With you. That yeah, isn't my dad. It's fuck. He's so like. When SpongeBob would be next on Nickelodeon, but oh, you know, chuck on SpongeBob. It would start with Patchy, but okay, I can mm. skip this one because mm. it was it was the sign of a bad episode as well. I always thought, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't really remember specifically what the Patchy episodes were, but I remember thinking like, oh, okay, these ones aren't going to be good. Yeah, um, cool. And I thought that Sponge Out of Water was. I really liked the start. I really liked the idea of um, SpongeBob and Plankton being the. The odd yeah. couple in it. I thought that was a good idea. But my goodness, that movie takes you on a drug trip. It's weird. It, it is a fever dream where yeah. it starts out being a relatively cohesive story. Then they go time traveling. Then they go on the land. And then they turn into superheroes. It feels like six, the six different movie ideas roll yeah, into it, one. It feels like four very different episodes of the TV series. It feel, well, you know what it is? It's They were like, okay, we're going to do another SpongeBob movie. And everyone wanted their idea. So they were just like, oh, we'll yeah. just do all of them. Do you know what I call it? What? Space Jam Syndrome. <laughs> it's a term I invented. Um, yeah, it's... The Sponge, the second Spongebob movie is weird. And it's it's strange that I can say this fully true sentence. Which, if you'd, told, if you'd said this to me 10 years ago... Yeah. Um, that this would be true of me... Yeah. I would have told you to get out of my house, you okay. hairy yellow man. Um, I'm referencing AJ's jersey he's wearing. It's yellow. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not Asian and that wasn't like a, a horrible racial slur. <laughs> Um, anyway, my illegally downloaded copy of the second SpongeBob movie had Israeli subtitles and edited out all the Illuminati references. Yeah, there are legitimately Illuminati references in this. So let's let's talk about this. The the basics of it, because um, I also okay, I tried to stream it, which probably isn't any more legal. Yeah, but my internet was too bad, so I ended up finding the same rip that you found. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so there's a character in the SpongeBob uh, Sponge Out of Water movie that uh called bubbles and he's a dolphin and he's played by matt berry of it crowd um matt berry yeah and they they initially discover him so okay yeah in the in the proper version not the israeli version yeah um they discover him when they time travel like into the millions of years into the future and i don't think he's necessarily traveling to the future okay because he's 
because the character of Bubbles is like is the Watcher basically, yeah. um, and so I think it's more traveling through space and right. then tra- traveling to like an alternate kind of thing. Yeah, because he's supposed to be looking out on the whole galaxy. Yeah, and he's a dolphin. Yeah, who yeah, watches over the galaxy, and, yeah. he, and he's and he they uh, SpongeBob and Plankton accidentally get him fired, and then he, as a reward for getting him out of his horrible job, he grants them the ability to breathe on land. Yeah. Um, um, and then he has a rap battle at the end of it. But the thing is, in the Israeli version, the only scene that's kept in is um, Bubbles turning up to grant them the ability to breathe on land, which if you... If you <laughs> haven't seen this he, scene. he goes like, you got me out of that job. And you're just like, what the hell is this? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. And, so, yeah. And so he lives in a triangle. Yeah. And he's the watcher. Who lives in a triangle up out in space. Bubbles. The dolphin. Does. Um, <laughs> and... Yeah, so you know, like you got the eye in a triangle. It's very mm-hmm. Illuminati. I don't actually know enough about the Illuminati to. Um, I don't know if it's it's initially it, it felt more like um, Dark Side of the Moon than Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- and I think the I reason think that's actually what it's referencing, right? And I think the reason that it was taken out of the Israeli version is because it's he's a vaguely like kind of god esque, yeah, like he's kind of a deity. Yeah. Now and, I, don't, I don't I don't know if this is necessarily a thing that's in like the version in Israeli. To be fair, I don't actually even know if there are Israeli subtitles. I think it's Hebrew, actually. Yeah. But that could be in Israel. <laughs> well, there is Hebrews in Israel. Um, yeah, like, I don't know, they were just foreign subtitles, and it's just fun, fun to say yeah, they're Israeli. Yeah. Um, it's a fun word. That is. And, um, Israeli fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I think it's probably just whoever uploaded this copy edited them out. I don't think because it was quite poorly edited. Okay, so you don't you don't think it was like the Israeli film? I don't board. think there's a censored version of the film out there. I think it's just some guy deleted them. Maybe that's why there was no information online about it. Yeah, because it's not like this big conspiracy about like some people are like. Did you guys see the SpongeBob movie? Mm. And, um, and so yeah, the same the second film does have scenes that take place on land, and then they're just able to breathe, and it's kind of explained. Mm-hmm. But the first movie. Mm-hmm. also has scenes where they're just on land yeah. like they get um they, they end up drying out under the light bulb and then spongebob and patrick do when they go yeah. to shell city to find king neptune's crown and then they just run outside and they're fine oh yeah yeah they get wet again yeah but they're just completely fine yeah yeah it's never addressed and then they, they spend quite a bit of time now one theory mm-hmm. and this is like it's actually pretty much confirmed yeah but I mean, depending on how you talk about it. But so the SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water, mm-hmm. takes place in 2015. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's. Whereas, but the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, which came out in 2004, takes place in 2031. What? It does. How do you know that's that? That's when the Krusty Krab 2 opens. How do you know that? It's, it, that's just in the movie. When? It's, it's, on, it's on like the calendar or something. 2031? Yeah. It takes place 27 years after the TV show and everything. And then, and this is confirmed by Steven Hillenberg that. Um, because the the um, plot of the first movie, which revolves around the Krusty Krab Two opening, which is just an identical restaurant next door with a big two on it, yeah, um, that was supposed to be the end of the series, and SpongeBob becomes the manager of it, yeah, and um, same as with Plankton, he's not working at the Chum Bucket, can't remember how it ends, but um, and then just like the they started, and that was supposed to be the end of the series, but then they wanted to, they thought they could churn out more money. Steven Hillenberg left, they made a bunch of crappy episodes, um, for the next ten years, and then. Like, he ended up coming back. Um, and I actually found out recently, he... Apparently, he kind of stayed on, and they'd just, like, send him episodes, and he would kind of give feedback and, and give notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he, he it wasn't... I don't, I don't think it was a... 
oh, I hate SpongeBob now because yeah. um, he's ended up returning after yeah, he yeah, returned yeah. for the movie. This it's like story by he, Stephen Hillenburg, and he's since returned to the show as um, in some capacity. Apparently, the show has picked up again. Um, but yeah, so the continuity of it is supposed to be that the movie is for whatever they make of SpongeBob. The movie is the first movie is the last thing. You're blowing my mind, dude. Yeah. And so that's why the, the Krusty Krab 2 is never there again. Yeah, yeah. Um, all the characters look to be the same age. Um, SpongeBob's voice is higher in the movie. Yeah. For some reason. Did you notice that? I did. Um, yeah. Um, I wonder if that's was yeah, intentional. It or... was, yeah, it's kind of unknown if it's just like Tom Kenny's getting a bit older and it's easier for him to do or something like that, which would be weird yeah, to do yeah. a higher voice would be easier. But, um, and then they kind of kept that after the movie or like it was reintroduced after, in like season eight or something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that's that's really weird. So technically, the the chronology of the films, I think, would go: um, Atlanta Square Panthers, Truth or Square, SpongeBob, uh, Sponge Out of Water, and then SpongeBob movie. That's insane. Yeah, that's, that's I've never known that before. That's yeah. really interesting. So do you think then that um, the ability that uh, Bubbles gave them to breathe on land carried over, and that's why when they get on land, yeah. they are still somewhat until they dry out. I completely forgot why I started talking about the timeline and you brought it back around wow. and brought it full circle and now there you go, yeah so that's where i was getting at yeah, yeah is that um yeah the theory is that bubbles gives them this power in the second film and never takes it away wow. so in the first movie yeah 20 something years later yeah they can still breathe on on land wow that's really interesting man yeah that's and a then, genuinely interesting and then it makes it because there's like times when in so say if episode one of spongebob to the spongebob movie there's times when they to the sorry sponge out of water there's times when they uh, like sandy's tree dome and stuff like that yeah, yeah. and they, they go up and they get dried out um and then now they have this power so anything made after the show after the mm. second movie mm. to the movie the first movie's timeline mm. they would should be able to breathe out of water yeah. of, of course they probably won't adhere to that yeah and i don't know how, how strict the spongebob canon is yeah and uh, yeah that's something i kind of love about spongebob yeah is that like they play so like fast and loose with like their animation style yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just like their rules. Yeah. Actually though, there is one rule I picked up on that I thought was really interesting. Yeah. Um, so in the, so the second SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water is basically a bunch of episode ideas that already exist, sort of adapted a lot of like they, they become fugitives in it. They go time traveling. They become superheroes. All of those are, episodes of spongebob yeah. that have existed before um but there's one thing i thought was really interesting is that the way they become superheroes is that there's a magic book that you write in it and whatever you write in the book comes true yeah. which is strangely similar to that episode the doodle bob episode of spongebob oh, yeah. where the pencil falls down to the water and they can just draw things that come to life and so i like this kind of unexplained but consistent rule that for some reason pencils and writing instruments are uh, magic but only submarine like only yeah. magic underwater yeah or well, it's kind of like I, I guess it's there's the rule is that they are characters yeah and so any tool used to create characters mm. can easily just create more so characters. it's more about them being cartoon than them being underwater yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's like the pencil falls in and it's like and it's a live action pencil and it's like this came from our world into mm. the cartoon world somehow okay. and it can be used to create characters the same way it would be normally yeah, yeah. and same with the book is like their characters in this book and they're writing their own story. Yeah. Just quickly, um, what's your favourite episode of Spongebob? I was, yeah, I was going to talk about this. Um, 
Oh, actually, I did. I found out recently. Um, good timing for this podcast because when this is released, we'll be one week away from um, the fifteenth anniversary of the best episode of SpongeBob, um, Band Band Geeks. Band Geeks, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, having said that, it's probably not actually my favourite yeah, necessarily, yeah. but it is kind of the best one. Um, <laughs> it is a bloody good episode, you have to admit. Yeah. So, um, do you want to summarise? Band Geeks is the one where um, Squidward has to drum up a marching band. Yeah. Band, okay. Drum. Yeah. Band, is mayonnaise know. an instrument? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. people t- uh, talk loud when they want to act smart, right? Correct! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's so many great episodes in there, and it ends with Sweet Victory, which like still gives mm. me goosebumps. Um, trying to think of other episodes that I love. There's so many, like, um, they just, just come, like, lines come to me and stuff. I could tell you more of my favorite quotes, and I yeah, could probably yeah. tell, tell you favorite episodes. Um, Go ahead. Okay, my favorite quote in the entirety of Sponge, I actually have two now that I think about it. One is in the Ripped Pants episode because it speaks to me so much. Yeah. Is when um, SpongeBob, he's, all episode he's been ripping his pants and um, and like it started off really funny and everyone's getting really tired of it and then he fakes drowning at the beach <laughs> and, so, and they're like, um, he's dying and someone's holding him in his arms and he's like, I need, what, what do you need? What do you need? Tell me. I need... A tailor, because I ripped my pants. <laughs> and they're just like taking yeah. a joke so excessively yeah. until it's not funny anymore and everyone hates you kind of speaks to me. Yeah. My other um, favorite quote is in the episode where he's procrastinating writing the essay and he has a conversation with the mailman. And for some reason, the mailman mentions bread and SpongeBob goes, Was it a rye or pumpernickel? <laughs> <laughs> so, like. Oh, you can't write that. You yeah, cannot yeah. write that stuff. Um, I don't know about quotes, but I know my favourite episode I would have told you when I was 12 was... Um, we didn't know each other when you were 12. Well, if, well, not you, the audience, not you, Richard. You didn't know the audience when you were 12. I knew some of them. Well, to be fair, most of the audience is your family. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I would have said that my favourite episode was the one... I can't remember the name of it. It's the one where it ends with the with the gorilla. And like, let's get out of here! And then it like zooms out of the family watching this episode on TV and they turn the TV off. It's the one with like indoors. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I was thinking recently, one episode that I think I appreciate more is my sense of humor has got more absurd. Um, do you remember, and I know we're talking about how crap patchy episodes are, but do you remember the lost episode one? Yeah. With I was thinking about that last night. Patchy's trying to find the lost episode of SpongeBob and then he finally finds it and it's just a bunch of walk cycles yeah. of SpongeBob doing funny walks. Yeah. I think that's great. I think yeah. that's really great humour. Do you yeah. think do you think SpongeBob SquarePants is the Simpsons of our generation? Oh, I think the Simpsons is the Simpsons. Of See, that's the thing is that SpongeBob came out in this weird interim where no one really owns it in the way that people owned the Simpsons because we had the Simpsons as well. But yeah. like the Simpsons is older than me, to be fair. Yeah. So I guess you can say yeah, yeah. SpongeBob came out when I was in the right age for it. Yeah. I was I was not too young to just be like, hey, funny colors. Yeah. But yeah. and I, but I was also not quite old enough to get all the adult jokes. Yeah, but yeah. I was I was old enough to appreciate the fact that it was like mm. comedy and like I think humor, yeah, not just. Because I, like, a lot of people from about our age, so we're both 23, I know it's probably people as old as maybe 30 who really appreciate Spongebob, yeah. um, and a few people younger than us, no one else outside of that age seems to appreciate it as much. Oh, little kids would, but for yeah. different reasons. Um, whereas like, I talk to like my 40-year-old friends who love The Simpsons, yeah. don't care for Spongebob. They'll yeah. never watch Spongebob in their life. But I would argue that the sense of humour is the same. I would argue it's that very similar. they have... It's a, Spongebob's a little more like absurdist. SpongeBob and it's more child friendly, yeah, obviously yeah, as well. Exactly. But um, like 
even the the trajectory of their life has been similar like there's the glory days and then the episodes everyone complains about you know yeah, what i mean like the movie and yeah 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 exactly yeah it, it is actually um yeah i mean spongebob had a smaller like because spongebob has been running for about not how many seasons? since 1999 yeah 99 but the, the seasons have been oh, yeah. quite weird season, like, i think season nine or ten has been going since 2012 yeah but i, I thought like <laughs> oh that must be a new thing like oh they're like struggling to put out episodes it's um season three ran from 2001 2004 that's so weird yeah, that's why wouldn't weird. you just call them different seasons yeah it, it does seem really strange and so but seasons one to three and the movie are kind of considered the golden years yeah, everything yeah. everything beyond the movie is considered pretty bad and the new movie with helen burbeck I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's considered a bit of a return to form. Um, mm. I mean, AJ, not, not withstanding. Mm. Well, not, and not like critically as well. Um, um, did you write down? Good segue. <laughs> it's not a good segue if you acknowledge that it's a good segue. Um, cool. Okay. So um, first of all, the TV movies, there's just an IMDb score for them. Um, Atlanta Square Pandas was 6 out of 10. Truth or Square was 6.8 out of 10. Yeah pretty fair summation like they're probably better than the general episodes going on but they're still pretty cool mm. um anyway the first SpongeBob squarepants movie um critically on rotten tomatoes scored 68 percent audience was 77 so pretty high pretty yeah. highly regarded um interesting like the audience seemed to like that one a lot more spongebob movie sponge out of water critics 80 percent Pref- critics preferred it quite a bit I uh, heard n- audience 54 percent i heard nothing but bad things about the movie i, I don't think i've ever seen um, or I can't think of another one like a movie that you know almost thirty percent difference, but yeah. the audience dislike yeah, it. Yeah, like discrepancy between. It, it's normally when it's something like that. It's normally a pretentious art house, art house film that yeah, people yeah, are like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. the general audience can't get into. But what critics are like <laughs> you're just not smart enough, kind of thing. Mm. Um, I don't want to, um, just just referring to the the TV specials because we haven't kind of talked about them much. But I was going to say it's interesting that um, aside from the new movie. Um, all the other three all feature like some kind of dead celebrity in one way, one way or another. Because Truth or Square has Robin Williams in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlanta Square Pandas has the voice of David Bowie, oh, yeah. and the first movie has David Hasselhoff's career. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Richard Martin, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Thank for... you very much. Good night. Yeah. I Which that and last the, night. the the first one's also um, the only one where you see said said celebrity uh, die on screen. <laughs> 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 um, while we're talking about the first movie, one thing I want to bring up, and this isn't more, this isn't about SpongeBob, but more about movies that came out in two thousand four. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's very hard to recognize tropes of a time period you lived through. I've noticed, yeah. right? So I didn't live through the eighties, so I can look at the eighties and point out the tropes of like the the bully character and the yeah. you know like the and in action movies. The big, the main characters were Arnold Schwarzenegger, and now the main characters are Jason Statham. Well, no, <laughs> I was going to say the main characters are more Joseph Gordon-Levitt because we're moving, like we're how... moving into um, uh, cyber action oh, yeah. more than. But I was going to say I like how um, we're really like rewarding viewers who've listened to all of them. <laughs> like I referenced Jason Statham there if you listen to the Mummy one, and yeah. it was something I said earlier where I was like, "This is a reference yeah, to yeah, an yeah. earlier one." But um, 
Something I've noticed, the, the one trope, if someone was like, what's a trope of early 2000s movies? There's only one I can tell you. Yeah. Um, ending it with a song. Really? <laughs> uh, so the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, and what, and, and if it came out now, would be regarded as a terrible way to end a movie, um, ends with SpongeBob literally defeating the main villain by doing an Chris impromptu song. rock song. And it makes no sense, but it's funny. It's, I'm a goofy goober rock. Boom, 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 boom. Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed um, ends with Ruben Studded singing. Oh my God, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Smash Mouth yeah, Smash is Mouth. Bo- in both um, Shrek and Rat Race. Yeah. Um, and it's, oh my God, it's Smash Mouth. You don't, you don't see it anymore. You don't see... Um, Slum Do- Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that, that's a, late. That's, that's late noughties. That's a different. Um, well. And I think I think that's a really interesting um, thing to, to notice about early two thousands movies because it's such a bad trope. Is, <laughs> and I'm it's, glad it doesn't happen anymore. It's weird. And like, yeah, I was I was actually thinking about this when I watched the first movie. Is that it's um, it is kind of lazy to mm. actually like he just defeats yeah. them through a musical number. Yeah. Um, and it's weird. I, I remember. I remember seeing the Spongebob movie in the cinema mm-hmm. and I think my sister and I both saw it on the same day but at like different times during the day yeah. and so we didn't see each other until like that evening and I was like Emily it's her name yeah. this is the best movie I've ever seen and she was like that was awful Richard you're such a child and she's like it's so dumb I think it's it, so it holds dumb. up pretty well and I, I was like nah this is the best movie I've ever seen yeah. and I watched it again recently I, like, I went through a phase of watching it every few days mm-hmm. for, and then I didn't watch it for 10 years mm-hmm. and I watched it uh, last week and uh, I was right it is the best movie yeah. ever made um, I should also say like um, so quite often watching these films for this um, franchise um, podcast forgot the name of it um Film something? Nah, I think it's like movie watches. Film saga, Fortnite, another yeah. reference. Um, <laughs> so, um, normally I'm the one who's real lazy and watches and waits for them, mm. so like the day of, to watch the films. Yeah. Um, I think this is the first time... You've beaten me? I've not watched one of the films on the day we've recorded the podcast. Yeah. It was literally the last time we got the franchise really it. And then the next day I watched the Spider-Man Squarepants movie. <laughs> The day after that, I watched Sponge Out of Water. Yeah. And then I watched Truth or Square. Then I watched Atlantis Square Panthers. So I watched them in like one, four, three, two, which is the weirdest order to do it. And I actually watched Sponge Out of Water twice this fortnight. I watched it um, almost oh, I watched it almost two weeks ago. And then I watched it last night. Yeah. I love SpongeBob, man. It's so good. No, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. And what, what's interesting, what's interesting is that... Um, and if you do that with any other franchise, it'd be like, why are you watching them out of order? But again, we're faced with this interesting um, franchise where Sponge Out of Water is not a sequel to the SpongeBob movie. Yeah. Or a prequel, I guess, even. Like, they're not they're not related. In fact, the fact that it's called the SpongeBob movie and not the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, so that br- the branding's even off, you know? Like, yeah, it's, it's, weird, it's like they're just making another... It's what they feel like. Yeah. Yeah. It is... It is. When you think about SpongeBob SquarePants and, like... Because it's it's the same kind of thing like with The Simpsons. It's just so ingrained in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, it's such a weird concept. Yeah. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Sponge. A, sp- a dish sponge. <laughs> yeah, not even the sea sponge. That's so weird. Yeah. It's brilliant, but yeah. it's so weird. He mm-hmm. lives next to a squid in with a... eight legs. Yeah. No, six legs. Oh, no, yeah. He's a, he's a squid that looks like an octopus. Yeah. He's like based off an octopus, but he's a squid. Yeah, and he lives, he lives in, in an Easter Easter Island. Easter Island here. Yeah, yeah. 
And then they live next to a starfish who lives under a rock. How good of it was a decision to put Squidward between SpongeBob and Patrick? Even as a kid, I always felt there was such a smart like yeah. move to you know it's because yeah. because I would have put SpongeBob in the middle because he's the main character. Yeah, true. But yeah, yeah I think that's always, I've always thought it was really clear. Yeah, no, that is really clear. But um, and then just the shit they do with these characters, mm. it's mm. insane. Well, that's what I liked about. They don't even um, care. <laughs> that's what I liked about Truth or Square. Was that it was kind of like they said to the animators and the writers, just do do, do whatever you want because the Truth Square is filled with a lot of flashbacks to like the origin stories of a lot of things. So like my favorite one was you see SpongeBob parents when his mum's pregnant with SpongeBob <laughs> and she's just got a big square protruding from her yeah. belly and things like that. So that one sort of felt like it was for the creators. Yeah, it was definitely. Um, and yeah, it was kind of just a lot of loosely connected scenes. Mm. And see, like how um, it kind of confirmed that um, SpongeBob and Sandy are married. Yeah, because they're like he's like remember when me and Sandy got married, <laughs> and then everyone's like duh, yeah. and then it cuts to them getting married, and that's revealed to be a play, and everyone's like this is the worst play I've ever seen, yeah. And then the priest is like I didn't know this was a play, mm. so they'd they'd probably be officially married, just like in series of unfortunate events. Exactly. Another mid noughties movie that ended with a pop song. Do actually? What's no, that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't that be a great analogy if it had? Wouldn't that be full so circle? At you, what what song would a series of unfortunate events end with? I don't know, a depressing one. Yeah, or like a funny one. I don't, yeah. know, I don't really get the tone of those movies. Um, that movie. Isn't it interesting how the 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 two TV movies arguably have more A list celebrities than the two theatrical movies? So yeah. like the only the only real A lister in any of the movies would be Scarlett Johansson, and she wasn't when the movie came out. Um, David Bowie. No, he's in the TV movie. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so okay. in the TV movies, you've got David Bowie and Robin Williams and Pink. They're probably the Will most. Ferrell. And Will Ferrell, yeah. So those... Oh, and Rod- Rosario Dawson. No, not Rosario Dawson. And Patrick the Pirate. So what I'm saying and is... And LeBron James. That what, how can you get, have the budget to get bloody Robin Williams for your oh, TV Tina movie? Tina Fey's not. Yeah. Um, and Ricky Gervais, isn't yeah. it? Um, how can you get the budget for your TV movie to get all these stars in it? To get Robin Williams in it? Yeah, I and think then not... that was... It was more of like a, these people are all actually fans of the show. Yeah. Like David Bowie, like posted this, this thing on his blog being like, I, I'm probably not allowed to tell you, but I've just recorded a voice for SpongeBob. I'm so excited. Mm. And that's adorable. Mm. Old, old Davey. He does Davey a good, good job of it as well. Um, yeah. Like he was, he was a cool character in it. Mm. I mean, uh, I say that loosely, but mm-hmm. he was like, the fact that it was David Bowie it was, was a cool, cool design. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought his design was weird and we probably shouldn't talk about it too much because you're not going to be able to see it, but like. I thought it was very un-Spongebob, but mm. I guess that makes it more... Well, he was an alien. Well, he was like Atlantean. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that makes it kind of okay. Um, cool. Yeah, it was... It is weird that they, they, did, they did... And then the Sponge Out of Water kind of just has Antonio Banderas yeah. doing his <laughs> best... I guess Antonio... He, I guess he's trying to do a, a pirate accent, but he still like comes across as Antonio Banderas a lot. So, so he's Richard's like, playing with a piece of paper, which is like... Anti, anti-podcast <laughs> etiquette and I've been trying to like nod it at him the whole time so now I'm just going to call him out for it on air um, so yeah Antonio Banderas can't do a pirate voice because <laughs> <laughs> he tries to and then he's like oh I'm a pirate you know he does that weird a like, lot of pirates were probably Spanish in real life true but, he, but okay just embrace the fact that you're Spanish okay. don't be like I'm a pirate <laughs> you know he ends every sentence like yeah, that yeah 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 um, cool so should we continue the franchise then let's continue the franchise cool um, go this is a segment of the friend of the <laughs> shit 
this is a segment of the podcast. Well, fucked it. <laughs> where where Richard and I think of another instalment in uh, our franchise of the Fortnite. Um, so I came up with a couple. Uh, the first one I and I was like, this is great. This is so the spirit of our podcast, and now I've changed it. So this isn't my official one, but it was sort of like. Um, in Atlantis Square Pantis, they kind of go into where the Atlanteans come from, and they said they show like a picture of them riding down on like cyclops elephants from space and settling in the in the um, in the ocean. And I like the idea that aliens have been living in the ocean for thousands of years, and that, that's why we haven't seen them. So imagine a movie where it's kind of Cloverfield, but if not, if they were Atlantean, like yep. David Bowie, um, and they come out of the ground and attack humanity or whatever but then i got thinking like okay what's a what about a live action spongebob movie and i don't mean live action in the same way sponge out of water was live action i mean a gritty um realistic uh version of spongebob and so what i came up with is a movie called plankton oh now this is inspired by the fact that one of the characters plankton Plankton is now my favorite character after watching these movies, I think he's... Yeah, he's I, I, I really like him as well now. Um, and so it's set on, on land. Yeah. And there's a themed restaurant called the Krusty Krab, where everyone dresses up in like sea, seafood things. So, you know, Bob the fry cook is a sponge and everyone thinks he's great. And Mr. Krabs is the... I just did air quotes, by the way. Um, <laughs> Mr. Krabs is the, is the crazy old curmudgeon who runs the store and is dressed yeah. up in, in a crab suit. Um, but across from the Krusty Krab is the Chum Bucket, where a, I guess a dwarf who dresses up as a, as a plankton wanted to get the, like, had the same idea at the same time. Yeah. And so, sorry, so they're doing this completely independent of the Spongebob TV series? Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait 30 years, then make this movie. Oh, yeah, but so this isn't like, um, like, these people have seen the Spongebob show, like, oh, we're going to open up a theme restaurant, no. it's just like, oh. This is a coincidence. Spongebob doesn't exist yeah, in, this, okay, in this universe. Um, and so this plankton dude who dresses up as a plankton in the chum bucket gets no customers because of the much more successful version of his own restaurant across the road. And so it's his, his adventures to try and steal the, the formula, you know? Yeah. So he's kind of an anti-hero. Um, well, he's, he sounds like a villain. Yeah, but he's also <laughs> the sympathetic character. Because I am sympathetic towards Plankton. Yeah, yeah. I feel real sorry for that dude. Yeah. So yeah, that's my idea. Plankton the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, just thought of something. Yeah. Worst time to bring it up. Yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about the timelines before. I just yeah. remembered something else I read. Yeah. Um, is that it's Stephen Hillenburg has confirmed that the two, um, two theatrical movies take place in different timelines. What the? Why? So, like they haven't confirmed which one shares time, like shares continuity. With Why the is Stephen Hillenburg confirming these things that have no consequence? On the show? <laughs> like no one's asking him. Yeah. Um, By the way, guys, <laughs> one of them set thirty years in the future, and the other one still even in the same universe. Yeah. Guess which one's which. But yeah, so that like the bubbles theory may or may not pan out because they take place in alternate timelines. Yeah. But. Which one is the same as the series? Mm. We do not know. Mm. I would guess the first one because it would make more sense. Yes. Because um, otherwise, yeah, yeah okay, I don't want to anyway. talk too much. Anyway, my continuation of the franchise, sorry for that little weird segue. Um, ah, actually, I forgot my idea and it kind of does address, it kind of, that segue fitted in. Fit in. <laughs> Great, you could have made that smooth. I could have, but I chose not to. Um, so I want to do, a, I want to see a movie that addresses the alternate timeline thing mm-hmm. and um, and you know the, the jumping all over the place kind of thing and um, 
So I was thinking, what should I write down? And I wrote this down. I was going to go differently with the start of that sentence, and then I didn't. Um, so I was thinking maybe Patrick gets lost in time or something like that, and mm-hmm. then um, SpongeBob and say Squidward have to go find him through sure. time. Sure, sure, sure. why not? <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, so we, we'd bounce around between the um, the timelines from like UG. Mm. the episode Ugg yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is the prehistoric episode it's just like randomly prehistoric yeah, yeah. Um, that would address the that was a patchy episode yeah patchy yeah, introduced Ugg yeah yeah um, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's not a bad episode um, SP129 where they travel to the future mm-hmm. where everything's chrome mm-hmm. um, the 2031 where the Spongebob Squidbanks movie takes place mm-hmm. um, and kind of just like the, I'd, I'd be cool to do the thing where they're like um, they're bouncing around through time yeah. and they travel back to the first episode mm. but they've got like good movie style animation mm. but then it would cut to like four by three yeah. crappy animation and Spongebob's just getting the job at the Krusty Krab and so yeah it'd be cool or maybe even like Plankton oh this is a good idea Plankton gets here's the time machine from they, they use a time machine in the second movie it's, it ends up getting destroyed but he, he gets another time machine yeah. travels back to the first episode mm. and stops um, oh. Spongebob he puts a help befriends watches. Spongebob first yeah. he puts this oh my god this is so good yeah. he puts the help because the first episode is called Help Wanted cause, yeah. and Spongebob sees a Help Wanted sign in the Krusty Krab gets a job there ends up being an amazing fry cook yeah. Plankton goes back to the first episode yeah. puts the Help Wanted sign on the chum bucket instead yeah Spongebob gets a job there. We see an alternate timeline. Oh my gosh. Where Mr. Krabs is the villain that he truly is. Yeah. Because Mr. Krabs is way less sympathetic than Plankton. Yeah. Man. I no. really want to see that now. I yeah. know you're the one who usually talks up their own idea. Nah, man. This is good, man. Yeah. I want to see this so bad. Well, Stephen Hellenberg, Spongebob, the third movie has been confirmed. I wonder what dimension or time it'll be set in. Yeah. But um, it is coming out in 2000. 19 uh, they haven't 18? confirmed it, it is it's, conf- like, it's on Wikipedia no, yeah, no, it's, it's confirmed but they, they've said like oh, right. they've, they've just said hopefully it doesn't take 10 years yeah, yeah. Um, but the John Krasinski yeah. is confirmed he's making a new Red and Stimpy short to go before it John Krasinski no he's the guy from <laughs> <laughs> the, the office yeah uh, John it's John somebody so John, he's got a weird um, last name with a K in it um, and we're cool. gonna look it I'm up. Just gonna, um... While you do that, I will um, quickly just address what you've all been waiting for, which is um, franchise roulette, where we randomly pick a number and then the whatever number correlates to on our franchise list um, is the next franchise we'll do. But however, guess what, everybody? Screw you all. We're not doing that this week because we've got a very special um, episode that will actually come out in a week's time. <gasps> instead but of... it's film franchise four. Exactly. So let me explain. We recorded. A very special... Should we tell them what it is? Yeah. We recorded a very special episode um, on the Back to the Future trilogy with our good friend Rowan Strang um, that we initially intended to be one episode. It's now going to be three. Because we spoke so, for an hour and a half. So you, the lucky listener of film franchise Fortnites, are going to be getting five episodes in a row, including this one. Yep. So next week you'll get Back to the Future Part 1, the week after that Back to the Future Part 2, the week after that Back to the Future Part 3, and, and the, the week, week after, after that... you'll get... <laughs> oh, what is it? It starts with an S. It starts with an S. We it's know, we know what it is because we recorded it. But we haven't started watching them yet. Yeah. It? So we're 
we're keeping to the rules of our yeah so don't project. worry don't worry we're not um, cheating mum anyway his name is um john i don't know how to say his last name but it's john k and i think he usually just goes by john k yeah it's yeah it says john yeah yeah john crick falusi which nice. his wait is that his middle name and his last name uh, oh John, no sorry John Crick Falaski Michael John Crick Falaski was born as right, better so. known as John K yeah, yeah. he's the creator of Ren and Stimpy new Ren and Stimpy short for Spongebob don't know if they necessarily go together I was never yeah they do animation wise dude they go together yeah really true well. oh it depends on what kind of iteration of Ren and Stimpy you use because yeah. there's a very adult one yeah. and then there's also like, I hate the, Ren and Stimpy as a concept my friend but I, but I love the art Stimpy style. you idiot yeah 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 um anyway that's kind of all i have to say about that mm-hmm. do you want to throw out a spongebob quote that you enjoy um maybe it is stupid but it's also dumb can we say that shoes from texas are dumb <laughs> can we say that plants from texas are dumb I've used all the evil plans in my filing cabinet from A to Y. A to Y? Yeah, A to Y. You know, the alphabet. That's one of my favorite quotes. I was <laughs> loving the movie when uh, in the morning Spongebob was like, you know what today is? And he goes to rip off his calendar. He goes, sorry about his calendar. <laughs> cool. And then Plankton says it later on as well. <laughs> cool. So thank you for listening. Um, if you liked this, head over to colpopshow.com or the YouTube channel. Or the iTunes or the, the SoundCloud or, or the Twitter. Gmail, which is colpopshowmedia at gmail.com. Yep. Um, and tell us what you think. Also, um, tell us what you think of Patchy. I want to know. I genuinely yeah, want yeah. to know. You can stop listening now if this is too long for you, but um, just a couple footnotes I'd like to do. Cool. Um, we're getting a little bit of support from people, which is really oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, a little bit of feedback. Um, and it's mostly from people we know, but yeah. just shout out to those people who are supporting us. Um, Tyler like, Braley. Tyler Braley. Thank you very much for yep. listening. Um, do we want to just give them a name or do we want to give them like a... Like, do we want to just name them or do we want to actually like say something um, to them? I don't know. I don't know. Well, anyway, thank you, Tyler, for listening. Uh, Rory, really Rory Smith gave me a, a really nice message. What did he say? Uh, he really liked the Ghostbusters one. This was after the Ghostbusters one came out. And he oh, was not like, before? No. Well, I mean, it was, like he didn't say, I didn't like the other one. It was oh, yeah. like the last ones he heard was oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. He wasn't like, I'm going to enjoy the Ghostbusters yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, we didn't, didn't Rory, know. thank you for, for your, your support. They really mean a lot. Um, and we are taking in the various amount of feedback. I also put it on Reddit um, and got a couple couple comments. Yeah, like that one guy that said, how are you qualified? Yeah, one guy. We asked, both have degrees in film and television. <laughs> That's so awesome. We should have actually commented that. <laughs> yeah, we like should Like we actually are, I guess, technically qualified. I mean, how much more yeah. qualified can you be? We have opinions. Yeah. You're allowed to talk about them. Yeah. But we actually like, yeah, we've been trained. Yeah. That's cool. Not That's awesome. I've never thought about that before. Ass, but, yeah. um, and a lot of the other comments were people saying, you should do this franchise. You should do this franchise. Which I love. I love that yeah. that's what people are interacting with us yeah. with. Um, I mean, we're not really looking for suggestions, but thank you. <laughs> well, well, there is a list. We've got a list of about 300 and something franchises yeah. that we pull from. And we like to do it randomly because most of the time because that's kind of exciting. Um, but thank you. Thank you so much. Like, and I feel like such a dweeb saying this. You like, sound like one. Thank you to all the... 40 people who are listening <laughs> to our episodes <laughs> but truly in these early days of what we'll hopefully one day we'll look back on and be like hey look at all these podcasts we made um you guys are where it begins and that's really awesome and i'm really touched by yeah. the by the support and the feedback we've been getting so, yeah. cool man thanks for your need on that note hmm. um i'm spongebob and i'm plankton <laughs> <laughs> 
Aisha's Ow! 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 <laughs> just picking the mic. It's not fierce. Um, uh, I just want to tell a little story before we go. So I, um, <laughs> the other night I said to AJ, I was like, just a heads up. When we do the podcast, I'm going to get you to summarize the films as the characters. And I said, these are the characters. I, I wanted him originally to do it as a bunch of the different characters having a conversation, which would have been, which would have been difficult for him. And it would have been hilarious for us. Um, and then he said, I feel like I could probably do a good playing if I tried. <laughs> and, then he, and I didn't try. <laughs> just the idea of you like sitting at home. Well, thinking, because, okay. Okay, AJ, you can do this. No, okay. <laughs> would Maybe I'm wrong. And the way I hear my own voice and the way I hear Plankton voice, they're kind of similar voices. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, yeah. That's not, why I thought... They're not too dissimilar. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I can do Plankton's voice because I sound like him already. Yeah. Just with a Kiwi accent. But evidently I can't. So <laughs> tune in um, next week to hear more of my abysmal failings. Um, <laughs> with Back to the Future, the trilogy, the trilogy podcast of the trilogy with Rowan Spring. Thank you for listening. Thank everybody. you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 